Welcome back to the fourth and final pre-Christmas segment for Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. You're listening to AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, your host, and I'm so happy you're sticking with us during today's show. In our neighborhood spotlight in this segment, we're featuring Holly Hill in Ellenwood, which is DeKalb County, southwest of Panthersville, if you're familiar with that area. We're going to also talk about Brookhaven homestead freeze and the complications it's causing for Brookhaven's budget. And we're going to discuss home title lock insurance. What is it? And do you need it? Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back, share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. And we would love you to be a podcast subscriber. I just love it. Every time the number of people that are listening to our podcast goes up, I genuinely appreciate it. So if you've been thinking about signing up for the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, but you haven't done it, just go to Go Gaddis Radio, click on Podcast. It'll take you to every major podcasting platform. You can link directly over to the podcast on that platform, and you can sign up. In this week's Neighborhood Spotlight, and each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years to help you know as a seller whether or not you have a particular advantage. And in this particular case, this neighborhood is right around the corner from where I lived when I was probably... Uh, from when I was born until I was 11 years old. For the first 11 years of my life, I lived probably within five miles of of Holly Hill in Ellenwood. Um, let me give you some quick details here. If you're interested, uh, you will take I-20 East to exit 68, which is Wesley Chapel Road. You'll turn right on Wesley Chapel Road. It becomes Flakes Mill Road, then turn left onto River Road, and then right into the subdivision using Holly Hill Boulevard. Again, it is southwest of Panthersville. It is southeast of Snapfinger. It is directly south of where uh, where my home was. I used to live in um, Kings Row, which is was at the intersection of Kelly's Chapel Road and I think it's Flat Shoals, I think, or Flat uh, something. Um, anyway, went to Chapel Hill Elementary School right there in, right there in that area for those who, of you who are familiar. Holly Hill in Ellenwood, DeKalb County is a swim and tennis community. Amenities also include a clubhouse and a playground. It's got easy access to downtown Atlanta, Hartsville-Jackson Airport, which would be amazing to be able to get to the airport. I've, I've traveled a good bit, and it takes me a long time to get to the airport from Johns Creek. It's five minutes to Panola Shoals, Shoals Trailhead at South River Trail. It's an access point to miles of hiking and biking trails paralleling the South River. Easy for me to say. I'm starting to get tongue-tied in the fourth segment here. Ten minutes to Browns Mill Recreation Center, which has yoga and pickleball and athletic programs and also programs for seniors and camps for kids. And then it's less than 15 minutes to Davidson, Arabia Mountain State Park, and Panola Mountain, two of the three, um, you know, uh, rocks. Um, I forget how you, what, what those are called, by the way. There's a specific name for them that are like Stone Mountain here in Metro Atlanta. Uh, the third is Stone Mountain. Um, it is uh, also 15 minutes to Flat Rock Archive, which is dedicated to preserving, preserving rural African-American history in Georgia. The site includes the T.A. Bryant Senior House, a barn, a smokehouse, a cemetery, and archives. Tours are available for groups and individuals. I would love to go take a look at that. Now, cemetery, cemetery tours are available in the colder months, but I will not be doing the cemetery tour. I don't love the cemetery tours. I, I, I know that someday I will be in a cemetery, but I don't like the thought of that. I don't know if you're with me or not. So let's jump into what's happened in that neighborhood. This is over the last three years. 
in 2021, there's about 230 homes in the neighborhood. In 2021, eight homes sold, and they took an average of eight days to sell. The average sales price was $350,000. They ranged from a low of $285,000 up to a high of $420,000. Homes sold for 0.9% more than their list price. In 2022, one short year later, only three homes sold in the neighborhood. They took 12 days on average, so we went from 8 to 12. The average sales price jumped 64000 to 414300 That is from a, a, a low of 388000 up to a high of 455000 Average sales price 414300 Again, a $65,000 increase, $64,000 increase from the prior year. In 2023, year-to-date, there have only been two homes sold. So this neighborhood tends to average about five or six or seven homes selling every single year, which is low turnover for 228 homes. You'd expect there'd be 12 or 13 or 14 homes selling in the neighborhood because you expect the turnover rate for a typical neighborhood in Metro Atlanta to be six, seven, eight percent, something like that. But they took 14 days on average to sell, and the average sales price bumped another five thousand dollars to four hundred nineteen thousand nine fifty. This ranges from a low of three hundred seventy four nine to a high of four hundred sixty five thousand dollars now the um, schools are chapel hill elementary that's where i went salem middle school and martin luther king jr high school there are currently two homes available for sale in the neighborhood uh, they range the average asking price is 457 they range from a low of 440 to a high of 475 so with two homes on the market and a total of three sales in the last 365 days, it means we have an eight months worth of supply in that neighborhood. Now, my guess is it won't take eight months to sell those because there haven't been that many homes available. In the neighborhood, total homes in the neighborhood, again, 230, which means if you take the average sales price in 2014 of 126450 and you look at it and say, well, now the average sales price is 419000 that means homeowners in that neighborhood have additional equity of 67 million dollars 67 million dollars if you're the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with the uh the schools in your area or the school's rep uh, reputation and the effect on home values you need to get a school chimp report go to gogaddisradio.com click on school chimp and put in a little bit of information tell it which high school you want to be the subject if you want to compare to one high school or you want to compare to the average of all high schools you'll be on and off there in 30 seconds, maybe one minute, 60 seconds max. And it'll print for you and give you a proprietary ranking or rating for the school. It'll give you all the demographic information you're looking for, including percentage of homeowners and renters and all of that good stuff. And then it'll also give you all of the real estate data. So it will give you the real estate data just specifically for that high school district. It is awesome. Again, it's gogaddisradio.com to get that information. Additionally, if you are searching for homes for sale anywhere online and you're not finding what you're looking for, it could be that you need to change where you search. It could be that you need to search suremls.com. That's S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Suremls.com is our website, Modern Traditions Realty Group's website, and it pulls listing from both listing services. So sometimes you'll see two listings, and that might be a little bit aggravating, but when you come to... A property and you see only one that means it's being pulled from one or the other and it's not available in the other which means the audience for that one is much much smaller we bought a property one time that was listed in the wrong zip code and because 
it was on one side of Candler Road and not the other side of Candler Road. The value was way, way different, and they had it listed in the zip code on the wrong side. So if you're looking and you're not finding what you're looking for, sometimes you have to expand your search, and that's what we did. And then we realized, oh, my gosh, here's a property that looks like it's over here, but it's really over on the other side where home values might necessary, might be better. SureMLS.com is where you need to go. In the city of Brookhaven, they're having a revenue and expense problem. A lot of the new cities that were created in Georgia, I think they started uh, being created in 05 or 04. I think state law limited the number of municipalities, and I think as one, one party or the other got control over the House and Senate, they were able to lift that um lift that limitation and you had all of these new municipalities being created in 2012 the city of brookhaven was founded with two financial constraints upon its ability to operate the first was a millage rate cap meaning millage rate couldn't go over a certain level and the second is a lifetime unlimited homestead freeze for brookhaven homeowners primary residents now you still will pay county taxes you still will pay school taxes but for the purpose of paying taxes in the city of brookhaven Everybody's property is being taxed today in 2023 as if it has the same value as 2012. Now, the problem is that now Brookhaven's expenses have risen, but their revenue has not risen because they don't have the ability to raise it. So they've got to do one of three things. They either got to make cuts in all or one of the government services, police, paving, parks, permitting, zoning. They got to remove their millage rate cap and increase the millage rate, which would affect all property owners, or Cap the Brookhaven homestead freeze at 75% above the base rate, which affects homeowners whose property has increased in value more than 75% of the purchase price. Evidently, item number one that I just mentioned was on a ballot November the 7th. I would assume the other items are coming on a ballot sometime soon. Um, it's similar to the way Sandy Springs and the city of Johns Creek and other cities were structured where you had this millage rate cap. And what I think they're finding in those cities is that you can't just cap the millage rate uh, you should be able to do that, but you can't capture the millage rate. These cities are older, and they require a certain amount of inve- investment, especially in, in, in you know stormwater management and stuff like that. As a homeowner, you take pride in your property having worked hard to make it your own. When purchasing home, it's important to ensure that the seller has provided clear and marketable title for the property. We had Mario in Duluth submit a question saying, we saw a commercial about home title lock insurance. What is that, and is it real insurance? Why would something like that be needed? And it's it. So I would not buy home title lock insurance when your title passes to you. The when a bought property you're buying it from the Smiths. The Smiths just sign a deed which gives you the title of the property, and that piece of paper, that white piece of paper, is recorded in the clerk of superior court in the county in which the property is located. And so if somebody wants to take your property from you, all they have to do is fill out a title or a deed from you to them and record it because anybody can record it. And so this notifies you and protects you if anybody does that. Now, I've been in this business a long time, and I've never had a client who had that happen to them. Certainly, I'm knocking on wood here because it certainly could happen, but I would not um, buy Uh, home title lock insurance i would buy owner's title insurance at closing and leave it at that we wish everybody who's listening a very very merry christmas and we hope you have a great week atlanta see you next saturday